the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem, and for the next couple of hours, you're here with me, I hope. From 10 to 12 every Saturday, we're here talking about car-car repair problems. And if you have a car or car-related question, then you're more than welcome to give us a call, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. And uh, I'm sure you're aware of the weather. (laughs) So with as much uh, rain as we've had and uh, and standing water and stuff like that, I want to remind you that it's a really bad idea to run through the water real fast and splash a bunch of water up, and I'll tell you why that is. It is almost guaranteed, I can almost guarantee you, that two or three um, people who temporarily lost their common sense are now experiencing a uh, engine failure because the engine aspirated water as they went through these puddles and they thought it was fun to go fast. The engine inhaled water. Water does not compress. It causes tremendous internal damage, which 95% of the time necessitates the replacement of the engine. I can remember a, a long time ago, a young man in a brand new Corvette was at a church parking lot and it had a big puddle and he decided to go through it real fast and spin around. It's important to know on a Corvette that we grab the air about 12 inches above the ground. So we've ducted the air from in front of the car where the air is nice and cool and we're going to duct it into the motor because we now know that cold air is what the motor wants. Cold air carries more fuel and cold air is much better for the power and performance and fuel economy for your car than hot air is. Now think of hot air is when the air cleaner was underneath the hood and we were drawing hot air from underneath the hood and gosh, start in the mid-80s all the way backwards to, to when cars first came out. So that's kind of the issue. So I think the key is, is, as with any kind of water on the roadway, is look at the car in front of you. If the water, if they have, if it's a typical passenger car, and the water is above the center portion of the wheel and they're going fast, then don't go there. It doesn't take much to float your car, and once we get those tires that are filled with air slightly off the ground, then you're in a boat with no motor and no oars and no rudder, and you're going to go wherever the water takes you. So just be careful. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. Calling around to get prices on the transmission repair is, is typically a bad idea, unless, of course, you have a specific estimate from another shop, and I mean specific and detailed. This part. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven parts 
three different labor operations, and yes, I have 10% of the parts in as tax. I have 2% of my environmental charges, 1% of my shop supplies. I have all of that in there. That's important. So I want to remind you that it's a great idea to get a detailed estimate for your shop. I would say 90% of even my customers don't ask for a detailed estimate. So if you have a detailed estimate, then certainly you can shop it, and that's what Quality Transmission wants to remind you, a detailed estimate, a specific estimate. So, And then, too, until someone actually checks a lot of things, like the transmission fluid, the battery cables, uh, scans the computer for codes, and test drives the car, no one really knows what's wrong with it. So it's a bad idea to call somebody up and say, how much to rebuild my transmission, when in fact maybe 25% of those that are acting up actually need to be overhauled, and 75% can be fixed otherwise and far less money. So Quality Transmission is up on Hayden Road, just north of University in Tempe. Been around since 1977. Great place to start. They'll drive your car for free. They'll talk to you for free. They'll do lots of stuff for you for free, and they'll let you know when they turn the clock on. They'll make that perfectly clear. Getting back to water, water is an enemy of your engine and an enemy of your electronics, so it's a bad idea to be in water for any length of time, and it does cause problems, but since the, the mid-1995s when we really got into computerized cars, we're seeing that the connections are far more weatherproof. What they aren't proof is rat-proof and mouse-proof and all those little critters that like to chew on your wires. It's important that if you see acorns underneath your hood, or if you see nuts underneath your hood, or if you just see the byproducts of um, squirrels or rats, or uh, tree squirrels, ground squirrels, rats, whatever, it's important to deal with that issue because it can get really expensive. The good news is, is that if you have full coverage on your car and you have comprehensive and collision as well as liability, your insurance company will typically participate if the repair exceeds your deductible. So that's kind of if you have a $500 deductible and you have to pay the first $500 and the repair bill is $395, it's a, it's a good idea just to pay the repair bill and not involve your insurance company in a claim. At least that's my opinion. It's really important to know that when you steam clean your engine, when you're putting water on your engine, that you stay away from the throttle position sensor. It's called the TPS, throttle position sensor. That, that person, that guy, that lady doesn't like water. And if you don't know where it is, you can stop at any senior kind of auto parts store where they've got some gray-haired guys there and just say, would you show me what one looks like, or could you walk out and show me where it's at on your car? Once you identify where it's at on your car, which is close to the throttle linkage, you want about a 12-inch circle all around that where you don't ever spray that high-pressure water. And then you can wash the rest of your engine. Most everything else will be fine. And if you get your car started after you pressure wash your motor, then to hop on the freeway and go 10 miles one way, turn around, and come back 10 miles back would, is a really good idea. It's an easy way for you to uh, dry the engine off, get it hot enough, to uh, to boil out some of the water. All righty, we've got a caller. Frank, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Oh, not doing too bad, Mark. I have a 1963 Chevy 2 400 wagon, and the rear end's going on me. I'm kind of trying to get a ballpark on the price of what it's going to cost me to get it rebuilt. Okay, and and tell me tell me what the symptoms are. Uh, every time it's 
shifts gears. It's got the power glide. Because every time it shifts gears, you get the big clunk coming back from the rear end and starting to leak. It sounds like a pinion going out. Was the what it was in my last one when it did that. Okay, and 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 then how how does it do at fifty or sixty miles an hour when you get your power glide into drive? Starts to get starts to get a whine, and I say okay. every time every time it shifts either up or down, you just got a big clunk. Okay, that's not good enough, Frank, for to to jump into a twelve hundred. Let me go from eight fifty to eighteen fifty. Okay. That's that clunk's not good enough because there's too many other things that can cause that. You can have a a thirty dollar rear transmission mount cause the clunk. That's brand new. So, transmission mounts new. The motor mounts are all new. That's the one okay. part of the car we haven't rebuilt yet. What yeah. about the bushings in the rear uh, the rear arms or the rear leaf springs? They were replaced. Okay, so everything I say, you're going to say it's brand new, right? Not everything, but okay. pretty close. Pretty close to everything. All right, but what is important? Okay, well, um, you did say vibration, and I would have liked the word, to hear the word growl or whine, or you, maybe you said whine. I would have liked to have heard the, the growl or vibration or the whine. Um, if you have a, a, a ring and pinion problem, then it's going to change in the three different throttle places you can be on throttle up, deceleration, or feather. It's going to change. And if it changes, then you're typically on the right track. However, the, what goes wrong in a differential that causes a clunk is quite different than a whine. Okay. So they may or may not be related. What part of town do you live in? Uh, West Phoenix. I'm on 35th Avenue and Countback. Okay. I would take it over and let uh, uh, Larry Harker's let Bob at it, Larry Harker's look at it. I'm sure he'd look at it and drive it for you for free. He's at 38th Avenue in Indian School. He's been around since Jesus was a baby. Yeah, and uh, he before. They've always done a really good job. Yeah, I, I would have him drive it because he'll be able to quickly tell. It could be a ring and pinion. It could be a, a pinion bearing only, and the ring and pinion could be fine. It could be, in a, and the the pinion or the the pinion bearing, the pinion will have two bearings in it. It'll have a front and a back. And if we're going to take the third member out and we're going to take the pinion out, it's in your best interest to do both of them. And once you see the bearings, you can clearly see that your diagnosis is correct. Um, uh, but there's a lot of other things that can cause a clunk. So there's there's just too many things. That you can have a, a main shaft in that power glide that's moving forward and backward because the snap ringer is broken, and that will give you a clunk. So it's, there's just a lot of things. Let's get it diagnosed right. But to completely overhaul the transmission, you would have a ring and pinion. You'd have two pinion bearings, two carrier bearings, two axle bearings, and you'd have three seals. Okay. And those, are all, dependent those, are all, de those are all pressed in, aren't they? The bearings are pressed on to the yeah. uh, carrier, and right. they're pressed on to the uh, pinion. But I don't think they're pressed on the axle. Okay. So... And, but but I'm I'm thinking, and it just depends on the ring and pinion. Because if the ring and pinion are bad, that's 800 bucks right there for a good ring and pinion. Of course, you can you can buy white box ones for two or three hundred dollars less. I I'd probably get something with the name brand on it. Yeah. And definitely. and so you, you know, but it, this could be just bearings too. 
That's, it could be just bearings, and if that's the case, then Bob could give you an, an idea on what to replace just the bearings and the fluid and take it apart and put all the bearings in it and put it back together. Because once you see the ring and pinion, you can see if it's a problem, and if it's not and the teeth are nice and polished and you don't have any abnormal wear, then it's going to be a bearing issue. But he'll know that before he ever takes it apart. He'll know if it's the front or the back pinion or whether it's the carrier or whether it's an axle. He'll know that in his test drives. All right, all right good luck to you. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. We've still got open lines available. We have five right now. 602-508-0960. Kurtz Auto Repair is up at I-17 in Bell, and that's good luck for those of you that live near I-17 in Bell, and I'll tell you why. Kurt won the Better Business Bureau 2015 Ethics Award in his business category. Everything in the Better Business Bureau is divided into five categories, of, and, that, and how many employees you have describes which category you're in. So... Kurt was in category one, which is the smallest group of employees. But Kurt won. He won the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. You don't win that because you take advantage of people. You don't win that because you've got complaints and bad reviews all over the Internet. You don't win that when you have your own interest in front of your customer's interest. You win that because time and time again you have shown that you know right from wrong and that you have integrity and that you're going to make people whole when you accidentally don't. So Kurtz is on the northwest corner, northeast corner, I'm sorry, northeast corner of I-17 and Bell. And if you don't have a great repair shop and you live in that area, may I suggest you try Kurtz. And if you have a shop, then maybe try Kurtz for an oil change and compare the service and compare the, the people. That might be a good idea. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. I think we need to worry about politicians who have no shame. We're all flawed. I'm not seeking a standard that doesn't exist. I'm seeking a standard that recognizes what everyone recognizes with their own two eyes. That you have some kind of pang of conscience. And at the end of the day, that's what really worries me about the Clintons, is I don't think they have a pang of conscience about anything. Weekday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. This is Lisa Benson. Join me on Sunday, May 17th for the Lisa Benson Radio Show for National Security Matters as I interview a very special guest, Ms. Carolyn Glick from Israel, as we discuss her new book, The Israeli Solution, A One-State Plan for a Peace in the Middle East. May 17th, 1 p.m., right here on KKNT 960, The Patriot.
Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? GreenerGadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. Welcome back to the Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock till 12 noon. We're going to be here talking about cars. Your chance is now and in the future to call in with a car question, 602-508-0960. Michael, we're going to go to you and then Bob right after that, 602-508-0960. Michael, you're first. How can I help you today? Good morning, Mark. I, the uh, on my 2000 Buick Century, the uh, uh, engine light came on, uh, and it said, uh, and I took it to the scanning place, and he said that uh, the scan came up that it was the EGR recirculation flow was insufficient, one confirmed and one pending. Is that something okay. I have to get fixed uh, right away, or is it, would it hurt my car if I didn't get it fixed? What did he tell you would fix it? Did he even offer that? Yes, he says I need a new EGR flow, flow sensor, or it's the intake manifold sludge. Huh. So he said you have an EGR flow sensor. He said I need a new one. Oh. That's weird. I don't know that I've ever heard of an EGR flow sensor. It was, code was PO401. It doesn't make any difference. It's what's important to understand is the code tells you what state the problem is in. So right now we're in New Hampshire, okay? And so you need to find the city, and then you need to find the street, and then you need to find the street number. But let's go back to the idea that we've got somebody that plugs in his little $12 item and gives you the code number, then he gets an EGR flow code, and then he says, um, I think it's a flow sensor or the, the intake ports are plugged up. No, it was a good. Well, uh, it was a good machine, Mark. I mean, it was a good. It was a good plug. Yeah, how much did he charge you? He seems to be a friend. He didn't charge him anything. Lives across the street. Okay, 
Did he stick his fingers underneath the EGR valve? No, he didn't look under the hood. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, he, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of talking to everybody, not not just you, Michael. Um, well, what's going on is is that when the EGR opens up and the and the and the computer commands the EGR open up, the computer will expect to see a, a temporary lean condition, and it's not seeing that. There is no such thing as a flow control. That's just flat BS. So the idea is, is why isn't it working, or is it working, and then realistically the O2 sensor is not seeing it. And if we plug up, then we can plug up the exhaust side of the EGR port, or we can plug the intake side of the EGR port. But the easiest way to find out if the EGR is even working is that at idle, stick your fingers underneath the EGR, stick them through the hole, there's a big diaphragm there, push up on the diaphragm, and when you push up on the diaphragm, when the engine is idling, you push up on the diaphragm, the engine should stall or almost stall, but it should definitely change from a smooth idle to a rough running idle, or it should die. That tells you the EGR passageways are working fine, both the intake and the exhaust. But if you push up on it and nothing happens, then it has to come off. Then we have to decide whether the computer is going to command, is commanding the EGR on or off. And then if it is, in fact, commanding the EGR on and off, and we can tell the computer, do me a favor, buddy, open it up as wide as you can. The computer opens it up, or I manually open it up, or I apply a vacuum source to it and just suck it open, then nothing happens. Then I go, okay, I've got a port that's plugged up. So then I have to pull the EGR valve off, and right underneath it is two ports, in and out. And so you go, oh, well, this port's dirty. So you get out your shop back, and you get your pick, your ice pick, and you start picking that carbon out of whichever port is bad, clean it all up. Now, when you put it all back together, then you start it up, and you open up the EGR valve again, and it should do com something completely different. It should die or almost die or run really rough. Then you pull the negative cable when they shut the motor off. You pull the negative cable on it, walk away from it for about five minutes, Come back, put the negative cable back on, and probably within the next two or three days, the computer will see the EGR open and close appropriately and probably clear that code from memory. What I just described is going to be between $75 and $125 worth of diagnosis, and the repair can be something as simple as the EGR vacuum line wasn't attached all the way to the solenoid that applies the EGR isn't working, the command is there, but the solenoid's not open in the EGR, all the way to the computer thinks this car is in park all the time, so it's never going to command the EGR to open, so I need to fix the park neutral switch so that the computer can see drive, so then it begins to open the EGR. All of that has to happen. What upsets me, and not with you, Michael, please don't take this personally, upsets me is, is People represent themselves as experts in this field, and their neighbors go out and buy an EGR valve for anywhere from 80 to $300, and that doesn't do it. So then they come up with three or four different ideas. The neighbors follow that idea, and pretty soon the neighbors into the repair for three or $400, still has the check engine light, but it could have been fixed on the first repair, but the in they keep looking at the check engine light, and it's going to take a little while for the computer to clear it. It has to see repetitiously. Every time the EGR opens up, it goes, okay, there's another one. Oh, yeah, there's another one. Oh, yeah, there's another one. And after 10, 12, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 times, because every car is different, then the computer looks over and says, erase that code. That's kind of how it happens. 
So there's with EGRs and oxygen sensors and stuff like that, there is, and I've just named, I easily named 10 different things that could, can change the flow on the EGR. And so the bad idea is, is buy the EGR valve because, frankly, about 10% of the time is the EGR valve. 90% of the time, it's something else. It's still driving around normally as it was before. So can, I, can I just drive it? You can until you have to go to emissions, and then about two months before you go to emissions, you're going to have to go have it fixed because the process to reset all the monitors will take some time. So you can't go fix it on Monday and go through emissions on Tuesday because you're going to fail emissions because the computer has these particular monitors, and one of them is for the EGR. And the computer has to see the EGR hot, cold, fast, slow, and about 20 times in each category. So, so the EGR valve will not, you won't be able to accomplish that in a day or a week. So it's important for you to start early. I'll also tell you, you're not going to get the fuel economy that you would normally get if your EGR valve is not flowing. The EGR valve is a good thing. It's good for your fuel economy. It's good to keep your engine clean, and it's good um, for emissions. So those are the downsides if you don't do anything until, until emissions. But you can drive around with that check engine line as long as you want until you have to go through emissions, and then they're going to catch you. What are fasteners that, in regards to drag racing? Say that again? What are, little, what are little things called fasteners in regards to drag racing? Fasteners? Yes. I, I don't know. You know, I have fasteners on my suit that I wear if I'm drag racing, and... I mean, is a fastener, are you talking about an engine? Are you talking about a, a inside the car? I just have basic TV in there, we have a, but we have a really good uh, motor motorized uh, car channel on there, and they, they advertise fasteners, fastener technology, and John Force and his daughter are talking about good fasteners, and there are little things on a, on a little card, and there's a lot of them. There's about 10, about 12 of them on a card, little, little like, uh, uh, little like hooks almost. I thought maybe you know what they were. I, I, I have, I have no idea. I can only tell you that when you are in the media, in a big way like John Force, and in a small way like Mark Salem, there's lots of companies that are willing to give you lots and lots of money to sell something. As you can, if you watch Shark Tank on Friday nights, you you see something that the guy spends four dollars to, to have it made, and, and then he sells it for thirty nine or forty nine or fifty nine dollars to the to the public. Um, that's tremendous motivation if if the talent gets some portion of that big, huge profit. So I don't know what they're talking about, but I'll look it up at the break. And speaking of the break, we're going to take that in five seconds, 602-508-0960. Bob, you'll be first, I promise. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. 
ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Getting your child home safely. Tap your heels together three times. Is just a click away. There is no place like home. But making sure your child is in the right seat is just one of the steps down the road to safer travels. I don't know how it works. Find the right seat for your little one's age and size. There's no better way to get home safely. Know for sure that your child is in the right seat. How can I ever thank you enough? Get all the facts at safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Listen every weekday from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we were just talking to Michael, and Michael was talking about John Force on TV, talking about fasteners. And what he's talking about, what John Force is talking about, there's a company that makes bolts and nuts and all those kinds of things that hold your engine together. So you have head bolts, and you have valve cover bolts, and you have header bolts, and you have a bolt that holds the uh, harmonic balancers on the oil pan. You have rod bolts and main bolts. And fasteners is, is what they say is, is these fasteners are really the very best to put your motor apart, to put your motor together. So you should buy a kit that uh, has a bunch of fasteners that put your motor apart. So then let me turn that around and just say to you, a question to Mark Salem would be, Mark, how many times have you had to spend a customer's money because a fastener on their engine failed 
in a in an environment that you live in, Mark, which is people that drive to work and back, and the answer is never. <laughs> so, but if you were going to drag race and if you were going to go racing and you were going to stress the engine, then yes, I probably would get some good fasteners to hold the motor together. Uh, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto. He's up at I-17 in Deer Valley Road, northwest corner, I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom's a very good guy. He's been around since 1983, and I've known him since before that. Tom was one of the very first guys that really understood those big engine analyzers and was able to make that machine dance in the 80s when few other people knew how which button to push on and how to work them. He was just an amazing person when it came to understanding those big giant engine analyzers and computers. Where Remember in the 80s and the 70s, we used to put it on the machine? Well, Tom was really good at that. He was probably one of the best. But he's been serving the Deer Valley in the North Phoenix area since 1983, and he has ASE Master Certified Technician that are going to get the job done right. So if you don't have a shop or if you want to try a new shop, then may I suggest Action Auto on the northwest corner of I-17 in Deer Valley. Bob, you're up, buddy. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, Mark. Um, good. I have a question about uh, my car's needing front and rear brakes right now. And okay. I was on the, on the Internet looking at ceramic pads. Is there anything you can tell me about them that where there's a downside to them? Because, you know, they say they're the greatest thing since apple pie. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they are. Here's the problem. The ceramic pads are not applicable for a lot of cars because it's a good idea to match the brake rotors with the brake pads. So okay. we we have a variety. I mean, really and truly, there's got to be five or six different classifications of brake pads, organic, semi-metallic. Um, you have asbestos. You have ceramic. And then you have these premium ceramic. And then, then they put three premiums, premium, 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 or gold standard. It's all this kind of marketing nonsense. I, I, I'd like to make a constructive suggestion to you. Find out exactly what your car calls for and just put that on because that's what it was designed for. There's lots of cars out there that just use a, a, uh, a organic pad, and these are from the 70s and the 80s, and they're okay. And then, then we went to a semi-metallic, and now we're into these really premium pads, which is ceramic is one of them. But if your car doesn't call for a ceramic pad, then you could put ceramic pads on and end up with a lot of problems because the rotor's not capable of handling that kind of activity. So you'd have to put new rotors on it. So I would go by application of your car. And if there's a ceramic pad that is applicable for your car and you want to spend the money that it's going to cost above and beyond a semi-metallic, SM, semi-metallic, then that's your choice. How many miles do you get out of your front brakes right now? Probably thirty thousand or more, and then you're—I bet you're doing rear brakes every other front brake job. So you get two front—you do two fronts before you have to do a rear. Am I close? Um, yeah, I haven't—I've had the car like four years, and rear brakes have never been done, and I was told they need to be done. So okay, have you I'm already done do the both. fronts? No, I'm going to do both at the same time. Okay, um, but I'm—I'm I'm glad what you told me about the ceramics. I got a. 93 Camry four-cylinder, and I'm using semi-metallic pads, and I guess I'm just going to stick with that. I would have bought the ceramic and maybe have bought a mistake, you know. 
Well, and another thing, did, are you going to do the brakes yourself? Uh, no, I'm kicking. I did a front brake job once on a Lexus, and I forgot okay. how to do it. Well, here's 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 the issue. I I I think if you were my I don't care if you're my customer or my neighbor or my friend or you're my brother or you're my dad. You, you you should ask to see the front brakes and you should ask to see the rear brakes because it is very, very uncommon for you to wear the fronts and the rears out for the first time together. That's very uncommon. I don't know that if I see that once every five, six, seven years and we process eight to 10,000 cars a year. So I may so, not need rear brakes then. I'm I'm thinking that that maybe you, I mean if I were your shop this is what I would do I'd say Bob come on back here this is a brand new rear shoe look at what you got now this is a brand new front pad look at what you got now tell me which ones you want to do and that's all there is to it but you should wear two sets of fronts for every one set of rear because the fronts do seventy percent of your braking. So for you to wear them out together, either the fronts are really worn out or the backs are being represented perhaps maybe worse than they are, and only you'll be able to tell that. And it's a reasonable request, Bob. Just say, can you put it up on the rack, pull the tires and wheels real quick, and let me look and see what we're doing here? That's a reasonable right. request. If they say no or if they look at you crooked, then you just caught them with their pants down, and you might want to find yeah. another shop. Okay. Thank you, Bob. Well, thank you very much. 602-508-0960, and I think we may have cut Bob off, and if we didn't, he had a second question, then have him call right back. 602-508-0960, we'll be right back. Michael Medved believes the president needs to look in the mirror to fix race issues in America. Everybody will feign concern until it goes away, and then we go about our business as usual. Come on, this is getting crazy. This is a president who has been president for a long time, and he's attacking previous leadership for not doing anything? What about him? The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at noon, right before Hugh Hewitt at 3, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhauled transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit 
Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. A Silicon Valley CEO is fired for opposing same-sex marriage. A teenage girl is attacked on campus for protesting abortion. And a college club loses formal recognition for being Christian. This is the country we live in today, in America where people are punished for expressing themselves and then bullied into silence. If you don't agree with a certain liberal agenda, you're targeted for silencing. This is Eric Metaxas, and my good friend Kirsten Powers chronicles this frightening new trend in her brand new book titled The Silencing, How the Left is Killing Free Speech. With fearless candor, Kirsten gives us example after example of men and women who've been punished for expressing opinions that have been suddenly deemed unacceptable. The silencing is a much-needed wake-up call for everyone who cherishes liberty. Who will be the next victim of the silencing? Kirsten Powers' book, The Silencing, How the Left is Killing Free Speech, from Regnery Publishing, is now available at Amazon.com, Costco, and bookstores everywhere. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Accountability, transparency, and principles live here. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. And online at 960thepatriot.com. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem here at your service. Let me tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange real quick, and then we're going to get back to Bob's second question. And if you have a question, all you have to do is give us a call, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my buddy at Automatic Transmission Exchange. His name is Phil. He's been rebuilding transmission in the Phoenix area since 1968. Many of the young and middle-aged men who are in the transmission business today came from his stable. They worked there at one time or another. He's been around again since 1968. But Phil and his staff, they know what makes a transmission work, what causes it to act up, and how to make it better. So whether you want yours checked out, whether you want it serviced, whether you want it overhauled, or whether you want it to be built up to handle 500 horsepower, then Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange is a good guy. He lives. He's in Central Phoenix. He's on 40th Street in Washington, and when you drive by, you'll be able to see him there, and you'll know right off the bat, you'll say, wow, he's been there a long time, because if you go to the Suns game or you go downtown on a regular basis, you'll see him. 40th Street in Washington, Automatic Transmission Exchange. Uh, Bob, Bob, what? Uh, I cut you off, and I'm sorry for that, and you probably had another question. Yes. Uh, is it insulting to a shop owner if I bring my own parts for the repair? That's a that's a great question. It's not insulting. Um, it's it's important to understand the dynamics and 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 I'll tell you when uh, I'll, t- I'll give you my personal opinion. When we sell um, a brake job, we're going to make some money on the labor, 
but we have to pay the technician, and, and then the technician's labor plus 15% labor burden, which is for the workman's comp and all that kind of stuff. So if you're paying your technician you know, $25 an hour, let's do 30 because it's easier for me to do math, and then you have a 15% labor burden, you've got really $4.50 on top of that to, to, pay, um, to pay his wages. Then you've got all your expenses. Now, on the parts side, you're going to make some money on the parts, too. So when the customer brings in the parts, then basically we're working for the same time. We're making the same effort, but the customer has removed a parts margin that we would otherwise get. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you that many of us are faced with that on a regular basis. And what I tell people is, is you're welcome to bring parts that I wouldn't otherwise have or sell. And I'll give you an example. I've got some people who just live and breathe Amsoil, that special synthetic oil. And I don't sell that, and I don't have access to it. So if they have Amsoil, I let them bring their own. But if they bring something that I already sell, then I'm likely to say to them, I'm happy to do it on a one-time basis, and so I'm going to do it this time, but with, if it's okay with you, I'm not going to do it again. So most of us know how to handle that with class, and I would suggest that you 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 can breach the subject, and it's okay because it, it happens every day of our lives. Yeah. So and 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 sometimes like dads will send the daughter will call and say she needs a mass airflow sensor, and so the dad will say um, I'll send you one. Well, then the daughter goes and tries to get somebody to to put it on, but nobody will put on the part. Well, what happens is is that the that we have to instruct the shop on how to handle that. And so the father should call the shop and say, I'm trying to help my daughter out, and is it okay if I send her a mass airflow sensor, and, and would you put it on for her? That's the appropriate way to handle it, because we're all dads. And my daughter goes to ASU. I mean, that's happened before, so it's just kind of a matter of, it's, it's okay to ask. I don't, and if you offend him, and if he gets mad at you, you need to find another shop anyway. Yeah, one, all right? other quick, one other quick question about lotions. Um, I use Rizalone and uh, Marvel Mystery Oil. Am I wasting my money on those products? Um, if you're putting them in because you think your car's going to love you and your motor's going to love you and last forever, then yes, you are. If you have okay. specific symptoms, if you're using oil, if you have an oil consumption problem, um, blah, 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 so many different things. If you have a problem, then there are specific applications, and those are two of them, not both of them, but one or the other, that you would use. So if I'm trying to clean up an oil pump and see if I can raise some oil pressure, I may use one of those because they're pretty good at cleaning the inside of the motor, and if I add it to the oil, then that will travel with the oil, and hopefully it will clean up some of those clogged up passageways. So, if, you don't have a put, problem, if you don't have a problem, it's, it's not worth using. You know, I'm 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 not a guy that um that that takes pills because I think it's going to make me last longer. I only take pills because the doctor says this is going to make me better, and I have specific symptoms. And I think right. in your cars, what you do is you open the door for the shop to do that. And it sounds like this: Hey, Bob, Mark here. Um, I, I noticed you put Rizalone and Magic. Uh, uh, Marvel's mystery oil in your car, but I've got a gasoline treatment that's really, really good, and it's very proprietary, and it's not sold on the internet, but it's only sold through installers like me, 
And uh, I think you should try this stuff. It's $8.95 a pint, and you put it in every other tank full. And, you know, I'll send, sell you half a case for $110, and it'll last you a doggone year probably. So you open up the door for that. Yeah. And and I, I am not of the opinion that we put something in the engine or in the transmission or in the gas tank because we think our engine's going to love us more because our engine doesn't have a brain, and if it does have a brain, it's not going to love you anyway. Well, Mark, thank you so much. I love your show. All right. Thank you very much, Bob. Right. Hey, Jeremy, I've got bad news for you, buddy. My clock just died, but I have another one here, and so let's synchronize real quick. Are, are you at 10.51, coming up on 10.52? I'm at 10.51.26.27.28. All right, I want you to count me down to the top at 52 flat. Is that good? Are we at 51 right now? Yeah, so we're at 51.32, so I'll let you know when it's 52. Yeah, count me down the last five seconds, okay? Because I'm going to hold my hold button at 10.52.00 so until you get there. <laughs> and we're almost there. we got ten more seconds. Okay, well, then just count me down, and I'll let go. Folks, this is technical stuff right now. I just beg your pardon. Sorry about this. Here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one, 52. Okay, so now we're going to go three, four. Five. You are right six. on the money now. All right. All right. See, folks, Jeremy um, wants me out at 58.50. That's, and he doesn't want me out at 58.48, and he doesn't want me out at 58.52. In radio, you have to hit your marks if you're a professional. <laughs> and, and it is questionable whether I'm a professional or not. <laughs> I think we're both in that category. But And Jeremy is always really nice. He never uses bad words like my wife does. For example, if I do something stupid at home, my wife says she'll call me names sometimes. And I just don't understand it. But, of course, they're the same names that my father used to call me and my mother used to call me. <laughs> and professional wasn't one of them. 602-508-0960, 602-508. Six six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. Bob, what's up? What can we do for you? Uh, I recently bought a set of Michelin tires, and and I had them put the black side out. They, they cleaned them, you know, the black side, and they cleaned them. And I noticed uh, on all four, they all have like a spots of. Uh, like rust or orange to it, but one tire in particular has got it pretty much all the way around the circumference. Should I be worried about that as far as, you know, the rubber breaking down, cracks, uh, the sidewall breaking down or anything? No, is it possible that that's kind of a paint transfer because the tires were stacked on a pallet that was orange or something I, I like that? I uh, asked the, the guy from the tire shop that, that particular question, and he got a brush, soapy brush, and cleaned them. But it reappeared again after it dried. Okay. I'm betting that they probably sat on a pallet or a shelf, and, and that's why you have that. I would take a little paint thinner and and just scrub maybe three or four inches and see if what it does. Um, I might take the rubber down, huh? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, that's why I'm asking you to just do three or, three or four inches. That's all. Just, well, just, one particular just... tire is really bad, and uh, they tried tire black, and that didn't work. Okay, I, I I would you know I would take a little piece of sandpaper and see how deep it goes because you're not going to rub a hole in the sidewall with sandpaper. I promise you that. But it's not like bleed off from manufacturing. You know the no. they didn't put enough black and then the orange is bleeding off or something. The, no. the rubber, in other words. 
you're, you're talking about something I've never seen before. Yeah, that's yeah, what I've never guy told me. He, he hadn't seen something like that before. I've never seen, I mean, I've cut a lot of tires open before, and I've never seen a tire that had different colors on the inside of the sidewall. But, but they, I mean, they white, usually uh, bleed, bleed out, huh, the, the rubber or whatever when they manufacture them? Well, there's nothing in the sidewall that could bleed out oh, if you okay. cut the side. I mean, I yeah, yeah. a mixture of other compounds, you know, besides the rubber and all that stuff. I'm not an expert. No. I'm just, you know, asking. Yeah, no, no, I, I appreciate that you're just asking. I, I really think it's a transfer. I really think it's a transfer from wherever the tire sat, and I think it'll probably just it'll go away in time. Um, I would try a little sandpaper. I might try even wire brush. Um, but in the sidewall of your tire, there's only going to be two colors. We're either going to have a white wall underneath that black yeah, or not. Yeah, that's what I figure. But you don't figure it, I'm going to have problems later on uh, with breakdown of the sidewall on I mean, cracks and whatever. No, let me answer the question this way. If you were going to take my grandkids to, to Disneyland with your grandkids and you were going to drive that car and it had orange sidewalls, I wouldn't care. <laughs> okay, that's okay. good for me. Uh, let me ask you, what would be a, another good set of uh, brand tires to buy uh, for another car? Well, I sell Toyos because I can usually beat the Michelin price um, a lot, and uh, sometimes $100 a tire just depends on the car. Sometimes $20 a tire, $30 a tire, $40 a tire. Um, but I think here's what you look for. If you were to come to my shop my wife, my daughter, my son, me, and every single shop truck we have and all of our rental cars have Toyos on them. And so we're practicing what we're preaching. And the reason I like Toyos is for a couple reasons. Number one, I like Toyo because they're made in Atlanta, Georgia. And there's a factory there, 67 acres under roof. 67 acres. They make 55,000 tires with an American workforce, 55,000 tires every day, and they spin and air up and test every tire. Last year, and we sell thousands of tires, last year we had two tire defects, two tires that were defect. And this is a true story, and I'm not making this up. My wife had one and my daughter had one, and my son goes, what's the odds of that, Dad? And I said, that's the Lord, son. He's saying it's better to have, if if I'm going to have, Salem going to have two defects, then it'll be on his own cars instead okay, of his well, customers' cars. Quick question. Have you ever heard of them using uh, orange oil to in the rubber so, so the tire won't uh, get cracks on it? I've never heard any application of anything on the outside of the tire being anything that any... The Yokohama, the the tire dealer was telling me. Okay. I've never read, and I am an expert in tire maintenance, I've never read any tire maker suggest we use any treatment on the outside of any tire. And as a matter of fact, Goodyear says you don't need to use treatment because we're already treating the rubber ourselves. So I, I'm not, you know, you can use armor all and that kind of stuff. You can do whatever you want. But as far as that is concerned, have him go back and say, I'm, these orange spots on your tires aren't going to cause you a problem. Have him write it and sign your name and be done with it. And uh, that way, if you have a problem, you've got this signature. And, and, and make sure it's the manager or somebody of the owner. It's not just one of their staff or something. Anyway, we're going to come back with another hour. I'm up here in Payson right now, and it's a little bit misty. Uh, I know the ladies are getting ready to go to my sister's birthday party, and I've got to go to the bank real quick to the ATM to get bail money because the rodeo's going on up here in Payson, and the girls are going out, and that might be trouble. So it would be my responsibility to bail them all out. And, frankly, I'm kind of half-tempted that if they get into trouble, not to go get them. Because that's what they do to me.
<laughs> so anyway, I hope your day's going good because mine certainly is. And we're going to come back with another hour of talk. And if you'd like to stack the phone blinds right now, 602-508-0960. They're wide open, 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem, and the guy that's piloting this plane is Jeremy, and he's one heck of a radio guy. Thank you, Jeremy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 